welcome to this week's episode of Moat 9. That's M-O-A-T, the number 9. I don't know if you've had a long week or about to have a long week, just finishing up a long week, in the middle of a long week, whatever the case may be. The show's finding here. Let's get into it real quick. Shout out to my boy over at Taco Avocat here in El Paso. Also my boy at Coffee Box here in El Paso. Not official sponsors, but they have each contributed in their own way to the show. Thank you guys very much. And for the intro music that I have now been starting to use, this one is called Phrase Print by Josh Pan on YouTube. Check them out. Let's get into the episode, but real quick, you're probably wondering, I want to start my own podcast. How do I do that? Well, funny you should ask. Welcome, everybody, to episode 28 of Moat 9. That's M-O-A-T, the number 9. Um, let's get the disclaimer out of the way. I'm going to say this right now. I have been drinking. Backstory. The fiance decided that she wanted to watch a scary movie, which to me is absolutely hilarious because she does not watch scary movies. She sits there while they're talking, and then when something scary is about to happen, which in this day and age you already know way ahead of time when it's going to happen, she turns away or she squints her eyes, she covers her eyes, whatever the case may be, but then she squeezes the living shit out of my hand, and then when the scene passes, she goes back to paying attention to the story. I figure if I'm going to tolerate this hand crushing, I need to have some alcohol in me. So we decided to open a bottle of wine. We got fancy with it. So that one bottle turned into, I'm feeling good. Let's pause and open another bottle. I'm like, no, that is not going to happen. Or it can happen for you, but I'm not drinking. And lo and behold, I decided... The first bottle didn't taste all that great. So I'm like, ah, let's at least taste the second one to see if it's any better. And it was better. And it turned into we drank two bottles of wine. So I'm feeling looser than usual. Deal with it. Um, so I have a little bit about, a little about Jesus Christ. See, I told you. I told you. You were forewarned. So deal with it. Um. I have a little more to talk about than usual, so I apologize, but at the same time, I don't, because that's what you're here for. I mean, let's keep it real. All right, so what I decided is I'm going to go through, um, sorry, hold on. James Gunn that he has more ideas for spinoffs, so that'd be on the current Peacekeeper. Okay, whatever. Um, I have watched um what's it called that little things i talked about how i was looking forward to it it is denzel washington i forget his name Ramy something the guy that played freddie mercury and of course jared leto um i'm going to save my review for the end of this episode because I have a feeling I'm going to rant more about that. So I want to get the other stuff out of the way and then try to edit it to where the edited it did it so that if I do tend to rant a little too much, I can edit that part and that's the end of the show or the episode, should I say? Um, okay. 
So let's get the usual Instagram stuff out of the way first. So going to my, I totally pressed the wrong button. Saved on Instagram. We have, oh, of course, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, but that was from last week. Um, I don't think I talked about this. Um, so according to, this is the Rotten Tomatoes Instagram, uh, they posted that a Harry Potter TV series is in early development at HBO Max. The sad part is the main reason that this came across my feed, or at least the very first iteration of this, um, news was because apparently people are freaking out because... Uh, J.K. Rowling has been designated anti-LGBTQ, and so people are freaking out. Like, we don't need to give her more money. She already has enough money. Boycott this. If and okay, I don't know enough about what she did or said that turned the LGBTQ community against her. Um, so I'm not going to really comment too much on it. It sounds to me like your typical cancel culture, which I'm not a fan of, but I don't know enough about it to comment one way or the other. What I will say is that I read one comment and that one I did find to be ridiculous that it basically said someone had said that if JK Rowling is involved they weren't gonna watch a harry potter tv series and i'm like okay i'm sorry but that's a bit stupid because of course she's involved it's her fucking creation if that's the case just boycott it all together i'm all for boycotts don't get me wrong i might i don't have to agree with them i firmly believe that if tomorrow like people can't constantly complain that walmart doesn't treat their employees very well okay i i don't shop at walmart unless i absolutely have to and there's very few um, reasons or occasions where i absolutely have to i can go to sam's which is technically part of the walton family or whatever their name is but the point is I don't shop there as much as other people and the people that tend to complain. I promise you, okay, I'm telling you with unequivocally, without a doubt in my mind, if tomorrow we collectively as a people decided, you know what, Walmart, if you don't start treating your employees better, we're going to boycott you for a whole week and watch your sales plummet along with your stock and trust me when i tell you that after the first day maybe the second day they will come to the table and negotiate on how they can treat their employees better we have that power the recent gamestop situation proves that we have the power like Trump or dislike Trump, the people spoke. We have the power. The government does not have the power. We have the power and we have subled it to them 
so that we can continue to have our McDonald's, continue to have our Kardashians show, and we're just complacent. Okay, but we truly have the power. And when we take it back, they don't know how to handle it because we truly have the power. I don't want to get too political. Anyway, the point is, if you really wanted to boycott this series that's coming up, you have the power to do it. Okay? This thing about, well, if J.K. Rowling is involved, I'm not... Duh. Of course she's involved. That's my mini rant. Sorry. But that I just found, like I said, I don't have a dog in that fight. Um, but if, if she truly did do or say something against the community, then absolutely. I'm if she's a true homophobe, you know what? I'm fuck her. Like I, but I don't know enough about the situation. So just don't, don't make this a cancel culture thing. Make this a true stand for what is right thing and go for it. But for those of you that are not paying attention to that and are super Harry Potter fans. That's actually exciting news for you guys. Um, oof. I also saved from Filmpedia what seems to be my favorite Moat9 Instagram account to follow. Um, we have the best 2013 movies. I don't think I want to get into this because I'm going to go on some huge rant. Because 12 Years a Slave is in there. And I'm sorry, but I don't like the movie. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, Captain Phillips is in there. The Great Gatsby is in there. Prisoners is in there. Um, What else? The Wolf of Wall Street is in there. Gravity is in there. Of course, Frozen is in there. I might, you know what? I'm, I'm, how about this? I'm going to read to you real quick the, the list for 2013. So you can decide for yourself. You can play it slowly and pause. And then I'll tell you where they stand as of right now. It is The Wolf of Wall Street, Gravity, Frozen, Captain Phillips, 12 Years a Slave, Walter Mitty, uh, The Dallas Buyers Club. That's another one that's great. Nebraska. The Great Gatsby, Osage County, Prisoners. Oh, my God. I don't know what that is. B-I-T-W-C. Oof, I don't know what that is. Anyway, Blue Jasmine, American Hustle, Her, and Before Midnight. Um, As of right now, where it stands, The Wolf of Wall Street beat Gravity. Captain Phillips beat Frozen. 12 Years a Slave beat Walter Mitty. Dallas Buyers Club beat Nebraska. The Great Gatsby beat Osage County. Prisoners beat BITWC. Sorry, I don't know what that is. Um, American Hustle beat Blue Jasmine. And Her beat Before Midnight. The following round, Wolf of Wall Street beat Captain Phillips. Ah, that's a tough one. Uh, 12 Years a Slave beat Dallas Buyers Club, which I call complete bullshit. Um, Prisoners beat The Great Gatsby, which I agree. Prisoners is a great movie. Um, Prisoners. No, I'm sorry. Prisoners, yeah, Prisoners beat. Oh, no, we went on to the next one. I'm sorry. Uh, The Great Gatsby. No, Prisoners beat The Great Gatsby. Um, I haven't seen The Great Gatsby. I need to watch it, but Prisoners is a great, great, great film. Uh, Her beat before midnight so as it stands right now and i might be wrong because i haven't checked it lately but the wolf of wall street is up against 
uh, 12 years a slave and prisoner is up against her. You know what? I'm going to go check their account to see if they have any updates because honestly, I want to know. Uh, nope, it doesn't look like it. But as of voting right now, it looks like the Wolf of Wall Street is beating 12 years a slave by 74 to 26. And Prisoners is beating out her by a slim margin, 55 to 45. So it looks like it's going to be, as of right now, the Wolf of Wall Street versus Prisoners. I honestly think the Wolf of Wall Street is going to win. Although I think as a movie, just again, cinematography, directing, acting, score, everything taken into account i honestly believe that prisoners is a better movie than the wolf of wall street however i will admit that if i had to choose a movie to put on right now and just watch and be entertained it would be wolf of wall street so that's that i got i think i got through that quicker than i normally would have but you be the judge um what else do i have saved i have oh I have the trailer for Night of Ki- Night of the Kings. This trailer looks amazeballs. It is. I watched this thing like three times in a row. I think normally would get lost because it seems to be taking place in. Uh, forgive me if this is completely incorrect, but it looks like to be some. African nation um but it's it looks to be like it, it reminds me of like life of pi or the tree of life just like this almost psychedelic movie it's this it's based on apparently this kid that has the power to tell compelling stories and they basically film his stories as he's telling them i guess it, it's it looks so good I'm, I'm really looking forward to this um i wouldn't be surprised if this is in contention for an oscar like this is gonna be pretty interesting to watch um yeah so this is on updates.in.cinema i'm sure you can just google it or youtube it but uh night of the kings check it out it looks really good um and oh, i'm not gonna go into this one i said that in the last one but i'm honestly not gonna go into that on this one um but rotten tomatoes has if you go to their instagram they have a link in their bio where you can vote for the rom-com showdown um the only reason i'm gonna i'm gonna mention the one thing that i'm gonna mention i went through and voted a lot of them i'm like okay a lot of the ones that i would vote for seem to be winning not that i'm the be all and end all but the one that i saw on there and it just made me like are you fucking kidding me it had the wedding singer which i absolutely love and you should know that because the name of this show is based on a line from the wedding singer but it had the wedding singer up against 16 candles and the wedding singer is actually leading people I get the demographics have a huge role to play. I understand that most of the people that are taking these kind of polls 
are Gen Z, millennials, whatever the whatever generation you want. It's just not really. It's definitely not baby boomers, or maybe not definitely, but for them, it's a slim margin. It's a slim percentage that are, that are baby boomers, and my generation, Gen X, is probably a small percentage not as small as baby boomers but pretty small compared to gen y or gen millennials or gen z whatever but people come on if if you're taking a rom-com movie if you're taking any kind of movie poll and they put the wedding singer against 16 candles 16 candles wins 24 7 anyway that's my rant i'll keep it that short but if you want to somehow sway the vote uh like i said rotten tomatoes on instagram has a link i'm pretty sure you can go to the website and find it there but it's the rom-com showdown and they have a bunch of movies so there's that finally done with the news so we're going to go to the main part of this episode, which is I did see the little things. I've been talking about this for a couple of episodes. Um, it is, I saw this trailer. When did I see this trailer? I want to say this trailer was probably October-ish that I saw. I might be wrong. Forgive me if I am. Um, but I saw the trailer and I'm like Denzel Washington in a cop serial killer movie. Okay. You've got my interest. Uh, Rami Malik, Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing his name. Loved him after. Uh, oof. It's not Bohemian. Is it Bohemian Rhapsody? I forgot the name of the movie. But anyway, Freddie Mercury. I have a thing with Jared Leto. I like him as an actor, but as a person, he seems to be a douchebag, but whatever. Um, so I'm like, okay, these three in a one movie, crime, serial killer, cop type thing. I'm like, I'm in. I saw the trailer and I'm like, I am totally in. The The trailer was amazing. Um. A little background for this movie before I get into the actual review so that you have a frame of reference and you'll understand exactly why I'm saying what I'm saying. This movie, apparently, the script was written for it about 30 years ago. 1993, if I'm not mistaken. Um, side note as well, Denzel Washington was supposed to play Detective Mills in Seven. Um, and as I've stated before, I don't know what it is about Hollywood. I have a theory. Well, here, here's what happens, and I'll tell you my theory. Every once in a while, there's two movies that come out that are extremely, and I mean extremely similar. Um, the example I always give, and this might be too far back for a lot of you to remember, but 
Armageddon and Deep Impact were basically the same thing. It was an asteroid that was headed for Earth and humans were trying to figure out a way to save the planet. Um, every few years, there, ten- there seems to be that going on where almost like back to back, like within months of each other, if not weeks, um, two movies that are extremely similar come out. Uh, my theory is that what happens is somebody goes to studios and says, this is my movie. I want to sell it to you guys. And they're like, nah, you know what? We're, we're going to pass or, you know what? Let us hold on to the option, but we're going to eh, think it over. And then that person or group or whatever goes to another studio and says, Hey, they're, they're thinking about it, but they didn't sign anything. We want to pitch this to you. And they say, well, they're considering it. Ah, we should consider maybe we should get this before they do. And then within days, hours, days, weeks, maybe whatever, they go back and forth where like they want it. Ah, oh, maybe we should get it before they do. This seems like it'll work. And they just go back and forth. And then eventually it's just like, you know what? We want it. And then the other studio calls them and says, you know, we want it. And they're like, you know what? You both want it. I'll sell it to both of you. You guys just change up the script to suit you guys. And you guys put it on, see who makes the better movie. And I think that's what happens because it's too much of a coincidence that there's tons of movies that are so similar to others. But anyway, I think what happened was this script was written along right around the same time that seven was written and they figured it's years, years, years later. Let's go ahead and make this movie now. We didn't make it then. Let's make it now. The reason I say all this plain and simply, let's give you the meat and potatoes. And if you want to skip the rant part, because you hate hearing me rant, then you can skip meat and potatoes of this. This movie was a hot mess. It was, I don't want to say complete garbage, and I'll say why it wasn't complete garbage, but if I try to use my rating system that I, like I said in the, a couple episodes ago, that like out of five stars. And I don't think about this before I, I say these things. This is almost on the fly. So it, it's that's why you tend to get these rants. The little things would be. Ah, oh, it's tough, man. I'm going to say a three. I want to give it a two and a half. But I'm going to go with a three. The reason I want to give it a two and a half is because. First and foremost, I saw the trailer and I was super, super excited for this movie. And this movie completely let me down. Completely. Well, not completely. That's that's where the two and a half comes in. It let me down. So I want to give it a two because it's not horrible. It was well made as far as just the technical part of making a movie. It was shot well. Um Example, I just saw The Conjuring 2. We saw the little things earlier in the day. My fiance, my mom and I, we sat and watched it. Um, And then just a couple of hours ago, 
like I said, we watched The Conjuring 2, and uh, that's when we were drinking our wine. And that movie really annoyed me because the camera work in that movie was horrible. They kept going for these over, like, completely over the, sh- the scene shots where they were just looking straight down onto people and stuff. It looked like it was shot with a drone rather than actual cameras. It's just horrible, horrible camera work. The- they were going for very gimmicky pan in on the person sleeping in the bed so that when they pan out, you know something's going to be just standing there. Just horrible, horrible camera work. The little things do not have that. The the little things were shot well. I feel directed well, acted well. So I can't justify a solid one or two even because it wasn't bad. But considering how much I was anticipating this movie, I can't give it a three. It's just a huge letdown. It's too much like seven. Um... It's so much like seven and it just not very, it wasn't a good competitor for seven at all. Um, thus the reason that I want to give it the half is because Denzel Washington is Denzel Washington. He, it's very, some people disagree. I'm pretty sure there's people out there that are like, fuck that guy. But overall, I think most people would agree that Denzel Washington is pretty decent in pretty much anything he does. He, I don't want to say he can't miss, but pretty damn close. Um, what's his name? I forget his name. Jesus, I'm so sorry. But um, Ramey Samalama Ding Dong. Uh, where is it? Um, yeah, Mr. Ramey Malik. He's... He seems to be doing pretty good for himself. And, of course, Jared Leto. Jared Leto is, I just mentioned Dallas Buyers Club. I absolutely, I think that he is one of the best part. It's difficult to say if Matthew McConaughey is better in Dallas Buyers Club or Jared Leto is better. Um, Jared Leto is one of those actors that I think he's slightly, slightly overrated. I think there's a lot of. People that just are in awe of him, but kind of like Johnny Depp. Um, but honestly, I would if I was going to cast a movie and I needed somebody to play something quirky, something weird, something like somebody that was going to truly get into the role. If Daniel Day-Lewis isn't available, I'm going to go with Jared Leto over Johnny Depp 24-7. Um, so between those three. This movie is watchable, I guess. Here's the other thing. It drags. It drags a lot. But somehow, and I don't know if this is directing. I don't know if I want to give them enough, like all this credit. But it drags. And then it gives you something interesting enough to be like, okay, cool. Let's keep watching. Let's see what happens. And then it drags. And then it gives you something else. I don't think this movie needs to be two an hour, two hours and change. It doesn't need to be two hours and change. A lot like this episode. It doesn't need to be almost 30 minutes long, but here we are. Um, I could see how a lot of people... I've been reading some of the comments and they're talking about how it's a great movie. 
they they enjoyed it blah 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 and i'm like i can see how that would be the case for a younger generation people that are younger than me um that probably either one did not see seven or two it's just technically so old quote unquote that they didn't really enjoy it they're like what's the big deal about this fucking brad pitt is old like oh my god morgan freeman is old um so for that reason like this movie is this generation's seven um for those of you that are old enough for maybe if those of you that are young enough but are movie buffs and have gone back and watched seven i would say this if you're if you haven't seen either watch them both watch them both and you decide which one you like better but i honestly believe that if you end up watching both without having seen either one i honestly believe you'll like seven better i wholeheartedly believe seven is the way better movie if you're if you're gonna be in a position where you're like you know what i'm not gonna watch both i'll watch one or the other i'm telling you hands down watch seven hands down no contest um I'm not even going to spoil the ending for the little things. All I'll say is this. I hate, I absolutely hate when studios, executives, whoever makes the decision. I hate when they give you two endings within the same movie. Pick one. Have the fucking balls to pick one and live with it. This thing about giving you two endings is absolutely ridiculous to me. It shows a lack of faith. It shows a lack of courage. If I were the executive, I'd be like, sir, we think we should go with this ending. Oh, we think we should go with this ending. You know what? You guys have two days. You have 48 hours. You guys are the writers. I'm not writing this thing. I'm just hearing the pitch. You're the writers. This is what you get paid for. You have 48 hours. Decide which of the two you want to go with and then present it to me and we'll 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 see. And when they come to me, you know what? I heard you out. I heard you out. We're going with this ending. And I'll take the I'll take the heat for it. I'll take the heat for I'm making the decision. Because this thing about making giving giving you two different endings, no, I'm sorry, but it's bullshit. It is so stupid. Um, no, like the 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 I'm not even telling you what it is, but the first ending technically that they give you, I'm like I can live with that. You know what? The movie wasn't that great. I'm gonna shit all over it. Uh, but I can I can live with that ending. That ending was okay, and then it keeps going. And they give you another ending, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. Now I'm at this point where, and this is the argument that people are going to make. Well, it's giving you the ending where you get to decide which ending you think happened, and it's a discussion. No, fuck that. Dexter was an ending where you get to discuss what you think. This, no, they flat out tell you what it is and 
there's nothing to discuss. It, it tells you pretty much what the ending is, and it's shit. It, like I said, it's directed well. It's acted well. It's shot well. The cinematography is great. Um, but I'm sorry. If Seven did not exist, I would be on this movie like, that was good. Jared Leto in this movie? Ho, ho, ho. Great. I loved Jared Leto in this movie. Um, but I, it may, and maybe it's unfair. People, I can, I can totally understand. I can hear people now. Well, you're just comparing it to seven. If you don't compare it to seven, then yeah, you're probably right. If I don't compare it to seven, if seven never existed, I would probably be all over this movie. But when the bar has been set, you cannot pretend that the bar is not there. You can, for argument's sake, if you want to have a discussion, you can say, well, let's just, let's just suppose, let's just pretend hypothetically that seven doesn't exist. The bar is not set that high. What do you think of the movie? Hey, if you take seven out of the equation, I, the little things is a pretty damn good movie. Um, but the bar does exist. The bar is set high. Seven is the bar that is, that this movie is measured by. And by that standard, it does not measure up. Period. Point blank. Huge disappointment. I was really looking forward to this. If you want a crime drama type movie, like I keep saying, go back and watch Seven. Or better yet, go back and watch Season 1 of True Detective. The show for HBO. The little things. No, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, I've had this thing, that little rant I went on about, about releasing movies in theaters and streaming at the same time. This is one time that I'm glad that I did not go to the theater because I'd be pissed if I had paid money to watch this in the theaters. Because like I mentioned with that poll, I watched Prisoners. In the theater, if you want to watch a crime drama, go watch Prisoners. Go watch Seven. Go watch True Detective, the series, the season one of that series. Those are way better crime dramas than this. Um, if watch it, watch it, and tell me what you think. I I. For a younger generation, for people that are not as big movie fans, for people that didn't see Seven, there's going to be a lot of people that think this is a good movie. I'm not one of them. I dislike the movie. Um, I don't even. I. It's not even because it's not great, but I. I can't watch movies over and over. Once I know, like a twist ending. Um, for that reason, I can't. I don't really watch The Sixth Sense anymore after the first time I saw it. I think I watched it twice, maybe. Um, any of M. Night Shyamalan's movies. Uh, there's very few movies that I can rewatch. I'd have to wait years to watch it again. But um, for that reason, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Maybe in a few years, I'll, go, I'll be like, hey, you know what? Let's give it another shot. And I might have a slightly different opinion. But overall... I, I've told you guys before, Seven, and that's it's funny because, like I said, it, it was written around the same time as Seven. 
Uh, it has that connection with Denzel Washington. He was supposed to play Detective Mills. Just a whole bunch of stuff. But ironically, the past like three or four days, I put on seven to fall asleep to. So I have seven on the brain. I can watch that movie over and over and I already know the ending. Um, that's how, to me, that's how great it is. And maybe it's unfair to compare it, but it is what it is. They they deliberately made it so similar to Seven. It just did not, it did not measure up. That's my rant. Um, I don't know what I have in store for next week, but it'll probably be shorter than this episode because I went way past my normal time. Which, like, if I have normal time. Anyway, as usual, guys, as always, take care of each other. Be good to each other. Have a good night. Have a great week. You'll probably listen to this in the middle of the week, but whatever. Have a great week. Have a great day. Love you guys. Be good to each other. Peace. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, or questions, uh, you can reach me at moat9, that's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E at gmail.com. Um, also go to linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moat, the number nine, where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, spotify google podcast apple podcast overcast breaker etc whatever um i would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on and as always thank you for listening please be good to each other love you guys mm-hmm.